Hello. Yo. Abraham. So it's just Ryan, and then Sam will be joining us, and then maybe Bass. Bass gets later and later every week. We don't need to go into all that now, but... Yeah. Well, he says he puts his kid to sleep right when we're doing this. Yeah. Which is fine. I get it. Yeah. It's understandable. I, I, will, I would like to remind the listeners, if, however you listen, I recommend subscribing on iTunes, because that's the easiest way, and... You know, a podcast like this, it's not like we're, there's no way of finding us unless, I guess, someone tells someone, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you could stumble into it. I'm I, right. I, I'm curious to see if anyone has actually stumbled into this podcast. I'm sure there's a there's a there's quite a few. I bet the number that we have stumbled into it, it would surprise you. I, I bet you're right, because the numbers, I'm, I'm just wondering how the numbers keep going up every week. Yeah. I don't know if people are telling someone. So the only thing we ask, tell one to three friends about the podcast. And then you could let us know that they're listening. Like email me, Abe Cannon Show at Gmail. Because I do I do want to get more people listening. Because I think we're doing some good work here on this podcast. I would agree with that. There is a ton of people listening though. So if you're listening, awesome. think, Yeah, it keeps I, I that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know how it's going up. I, I'd like to hear from people. If they're new listeners, just how they found it. I'm, I'm just how curious. They found it. Yeah. I'm just curious because you could see some of the stats. It'll say like where you listen, but I don't know when they started listening. I don't totally. know if these are old listeners or what. So yeah, and then just tell more new listeners. I this whole uh, podcast, Ryan. I think we're just gonna answer listener uh, questions, like stuff they want to talk about. Cool. But there's just one thing I want to bring up. Do you think that the best? And I was driving home today. And there was a homeless, a downtrodden homeless man begging for money. Mm-hmm. And everyone was, he wasn't asking anyone for money. His head completely down, holding a sign, completely downtrodden. Don't you think the better way of getting money is to be high energy homeless? Oh, man. It's a good question. I think it plays on different. Wait, it is a good question? <laughs> no, it is. I, truly, that's a good question. It really is. And I always wonder what the best approach to that is. Like, I feel like a different approach is going to play on different people's emotions. Like a high energy guy. I don't know. It's like you feel more sympathy for the guy who's just laying there looking half dead. Like, oh, God, yeah. I better give this guy a dollar. But that, but that being said, there's no pressure. Because, okay, so I walked past this guy playing a harmonica the other day, right? Or a couple mm-hmm. days ago. And I, I don't remember if he was singing. I think he was singing and playing a harmonica. And he was clearly homeless. And I, I actually walked past him. And then when I heard the harmonica hit again, I actually went back and gave him a dollar. Because that, that, that like sucked me in. That's one way to get money out of me if you're a homeless guy. Another one is complimenting me like, yo, big man, I like that beard. Like that one guy did, remember? And I gave right. him money. Um. See, that, that would not work for me. That would make me turn away from him fast. I'd be like, oh, he's pandering to me, but I guess that works for you. <laughs> but when they're just laying on the sidewalk, I, I have actually put money next to a homeless guy laying, and I was just hoping that he would get the money because I'm not going to, like, wake him up. <laughs> and so there's a good chance your money blew away. Hey, well, that, no, you no, it up. no, one time it did blow away. I put I put money by a homeless guy. And I put it close to his arm and hand, and it started blowing. And then I picked it back up and put it like in in. I didn't, of course I'm not going to touch him. Yeah, 
Yeah, like lift up his arm and tuck it under his elbow. Yeah, well, like, I did, I did, his arm. well, that's the thing. I didn't want to lift up his arm, so I just I put my finger only on the money, so I could only be touch- like it was all surrounding my finger, the money, and then I pushed it in towards like his his in between his shoulder and head where he was sleeping. So I was just hoping I was hoping, I'm just hoping that he got oh the money. Oh my god! But but most of the time, if I see a homeless guy laid out in a doorway or whatever the situation yeah. might be, I usually don't give him money because there's no pressure to give him money. Right? Yeah. No. I mean, some people like the like the got to earn it a little bit. Like you got to be a performer and kind of work for it. Other people, I think they're going to look at the guy just laying there half dead and think like, "Oh, I better give." I don't know. I think it depends on the person. Giving the money. But either way, I feel like the hustler ends up with more money regardless than oh, the guy, yeah. than the downtrodden guy who's just so depressed, just walking around yeah. with his head down. Yeah, I, I, you're probably right. It's an interesting question. I'd like to do a study on that. Like, if you, if we could get two samples, get an A sample and a B sample. Oh yeah. Put them in a similar environment. And, and over a week, not just one day is not enough, maybe a month. And then we'll give them like a thousand dollars at the end of the study. Right. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to some of the listener. Uh, here's what I said. I said, I'm recording a new podcast. What do you want to hear us talk about? The first guy, Jason Schwartz said SummerSlam. That's a WWE event, Ryan. I know. Did, were you happy with it, Ryan? Um, yeah, I thought it was okay. I, it wasn't like, my favorite, but I thought it was, I thought it delivered. I thought there were good I matches did. with some shitty endings. Yeah. I give it a B plus. Uh, Michael Amorelli. I want to hear an apology to Lynn Belvedere. <laughs> Cause <laughs> Ryan, you were, you were actually at Disneyland on the, uh, what were you in the teacups or something? Yeah, I was in the teacup, right? <laughs> I just did that over and over. So you, 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 you eat a funnel cake Sunday and then do the teacups, right? Well, don't forget. I did. I did. Uh, I did make Jill ride space mountain. Woo! <laughs> then you have to at least do something. I know you said it's the least sexual place to be, but just because you love Ric Flair and it is Space Mountain, didn't you at least want to like, like grab her or do something? At least like grab her ass or something like Ric Flair no, would do. It, no, it, until you experience it, you you don't know. There's no room for that. I don't. He must just refer to that name as something different. Yeah, it can't mean because it's <laughs> like you're. Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't, is the short answer. So, Michael, I will not be apologizing to Lynn Belvedere, because I do think he Why did he creepy. want an apology? Because I was saying that he might have been a molester, a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Fox wants a shout-out. Ryan, you want to handle that one? Mike Fox, what up, buddy? Uh, why Sam always sounds so sleepy on the recent episodes? Well, that's because we wake him up. He's usually in his... Uh... I'm just joking. He doesn't sound sleepy, I don't think. No, and if he does, here's what I've learned about Sam. If he does sound sleepy, I think Sam occasionally, he, he sometimes I feel like Sam wants an out to not do the podcast. So if we say, Sam, you sound terrible. Like, what do you mean I sound defined? Then I won't do it ever again. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, Lalo Aguilar wants to know, what about the parents pushing his kids to too hard so i think that's t-o-o he put t-o that's I'll, I'll give you a lesson lalo the two 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 uh what do you call that ryan the uh the sequence the, the of those words to, oh sure yeah it's very important to know how to properly use those and i'm not like a grammar stickler 
But well, no, those are words that are confusing. Like if someone says "your" and "your," I think you can generally discern what they're trying to say. But the two, two, two is like yeah. it makes you stop. Re- it like trips you up. I'm, an, I'm I'll ne- I'll never do this again. I promise, Lalo. But two T W O is the written out version of the number two. So if I said O N E T W O T H R E E F O U R, that's two. T O means I'm going to the store. I'm going to the store. Yep. Now, Lalo said, what about the parents pushing its kids T-O hard about sports? You want to use the T-O-O form on this one, Lalo. It's T-O-O. That means it's too much. Like the Dave Matthews song. I eat too much. Too much. Damn. So that's T-O-O. Then, finally, sometimes you could just write out the number two. Ryan, give us an example of that. If you write out the number two, what do you mean? Like just the number. If you just write the number, that that oh, also yeah. counts. So there's two, 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 and the number two. All right, like all should be all four versions should be completely mastered. That's the only thing I, I, I think need. I mean, it's important to master those. You must master yeah. because when and someone says, on, "There's one, there's one more," and not to make this too confusing, which would be T O O confusing. Uh, the T O O can also be used in in, in the in place of the word also. So if you're like, I'm going to. Yes. You know, hey, are, yep. you, going, are you going to the Dave Matthews concert? Yes, cool, I'm, I'm going, going to too. the party to. T-O-O. Correct. That's all. Yeah, that's like a replacement for the word also. Now, when Lalo said, what about the parents pushing his kids to? If he would have said to go to football camp, that would have been proper. But he said too hard about sports. Hard's a tricky word. You can't say too hard without using the proper form. T-O-O would be the proper form. Uh, it, I, I think it's, honestly, I don't care about shit usually, but fucking yeah. up T-O, T-W-O, and T-O-O is, is a pet peeve. Lalo, yeah. master that. Justin Johnson, how should he... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, go back to Lalo's question. Oh, we didn't even get to that question, did we? <laughs> no, I got you, Lalo. I got your back, bud. I got you, Lalo. I forgot there was a question. <laughs> what about parents pushing his kids too hard? Damn. And there's another mistake there, Ryan. What about the parents pushing his kids, their kids too hard, right? I'm Oh yeah. I don't care about that one though. What about the parents pushing their kids too hard about sports? You know what? It's ridiculous. You should give a kid a chance to do other shit. Like if they don't like sports, don't force them to play. And that being said, if they like sports, don't discourage them from playing. Because I remember yeah. when I wanted to play sports, like my, my mom and grandma are like, you don't want to do You don't want to be sweating all summer. Oh, yeah. And I quit. I mean, I, I don't I don't give a shit. It's not like I was going to make the NFL. But I played football freshman year and then sophomore year. I mean, obviously, I didn't want to play that bad if I was able to be talked out of it. But I, I, I didn't play. It's like, obviously, I didn't care that much because yeah. I was too busy with my guitar trying to learn, like, you know. Jimi Hendrix licks. Right. That's what I really cared about. But anyways, I started wrestling, and I'm, I'm glad I wrestled because that was fun. I think when it comes to sports, I think, like, it's it's like anything else. So, and I, here's a good example, and I, I've said this, I've used this. Uh, By the I, way, Ryan, you gave me quite the exhibition at the, uh, at the uh, batting cage when I was in Los Angeles. Oh, well, it's been years since I did that. I, was, I wasn't feeling good about that. But I think I think you were impressed. I got to say, you were impressed with the ability to switch hits. 
That was very nice. Yeah, you, and, and the way you did it was nice. You just flipped over and you immediately hit it from the other side, exactly the same way as on the good on the regular side. Yeah, it's not like it looked awkward. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I think, like anything else, so and I've used this example with him on here before, so I'm not afraid to say this. I would say it when he's on here. Uh, Bass and Jill, they named their kid DJ, you know, for Daniel Jr., but also because both of them are in radio. Oh, and of course. So the, yeah, exactly. And they're going to, you know, they've, they've both said that they're going to try and, you know, groom him and, and usher him into the world of radio. And it's like, I feel like when you do that, if the kid's not feeling it, if he doesn't like it, what they end up doing is rebelling. It's a similar thing to like a preacher's kid, right? Exactly. Like a pastor's yep. kid. You, you groom them for the this life of righteousness and piety, and then by the time they're 18, if they're not feeling it, if they're not into it, if they didn't decide that for themselves, there's going to be a phase of rebellion. That's true, and you hate, if anything you're forced to do, you hate. Correct, yeah. So I think, it, when, when, going back to Lalo's question, if the parents are pushing the kids too hard and the kids aren't into sports, like, that's a huge recipe for disaster. Not only are they going to hate sports, but they're going to resent the parents. You know what a smart parent does? They, 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 they kind of not push the kid into it, but they kind of set them up so they could discover it themselves. Oh yeah! Like they'll they won't tell their kid to play football, but they'll be doing all kinds of shit with football that looks really cool, and yeah. the kid will be like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Right? Yeah, you ease them into it. You don't you don't push them into it. For instance, yeah. if I wanted my kid to play guitar, I would never tell him to play guitar, but I might play some awesome riffs around it or something. Yeah, if you're constantly on the couch noodling around and like giving him some hot licks, and you know, or, or, or let, let, let's say he likes okay, I'm choosing One Direction as an example of a shitty band. Let's say he likes One Direction, and then I start playing. What's their big song, Ryan? Oh fuck, I forgot. Uh, that, what makes you beautiful? Oh, that's what makes. Oh yeah. Oh oh, you don't know you're beautiful. Oh, and if I start playing that on my guitar, he'd be like, "Wow, that's pretty cool, Dad." I'm like, oh, yeah, you want me to show you? If, if, unless you want to go back and play with your fucking Transformers or whatever you're playing with. Or I could show you how to yeah, play this. Yeah, reverse psychology. Yeah. Oh, you want to, yeah. oh, you don't care about this shit, do you, son? Yes, I do. Please <laughs> show me. And then before you know it, he's playing guitar. Um, right. How This is from Justin Johnson. How shitty the Bears will be this season. They'll be very shitty because they suck. Adam Dolezal. A revisit to the Manning household during their high school years. Oh, my God. So we started this on the SiriusXM show where we talked about Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and Archie Manning. So Coop? Owen Cooper. Wasn't there Cooper? Yeah, Cooper, the older brother, the loser. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the one who didn't make it to the NFL. Right. The one who everyone always says, guys, pound for pound, Cooper's the best athlete in the house. <laughs> guys, guys we, thought, guys, we thought Cooper was the next Jerry Rice. Yeah, okay. A white, a white pound receiver. Pound. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Archie Manning, oh, what do you have to say about your board? Eli, uh, Eli Payton, you know, they're doing their job. But, you know, Cooper, Cooper was an All-American in high school. <laughs> I thought Cooper was going to be the one with a couple of them trophies. Not Eli. <laughs> not Eli, not Payton. I thought Cooper was. So what is Cooper's role like now? When they get together and they're all, like, playing football, what does Cooper do? Does I Cooper think- shy away? Like, let's say Eli... Archie and Peyton, you know, are thrown on the pigskin at like the at the Labor Day party. <laughs> like, what what is what does Cooper do when that happens? Does he play with them? Does he 
Is he the one that's like running drills, like whatever the equivalent of throwing batting practice would be? <laughs> or is no. he just sitting out? I think his role is that everyone just sucks his dick because he's obviously the loser of the family. Right. So anytime, anytime Cooper throws the ball, they do that thing where they like wave their hand, like they like shake their hand out because it was so oh, hard. Oh, like it hurt? Yeah, yeah. Damn, Co- Cooper got an arm. You still got that arm, Cooper? <laughs> but does he? Okay, so in, but if so, that's how people react. But what does Cooper do when he sees the football come out? Like, does he does he get involved? Oh, of course. Well, because they're kissing his ass so much. They make him think oh, so that he's it, the best. Oh, I'm still kidding. To his benefit to get involved, I see. Oh, yeah. Because then everyone's like, wow, who's this Cooper Manning guy? He must right. really be the stud of the family. Like, Cooper, yeah. hey, hey, you want to see how I catch a ball? Cooper, go go 10 and cut. And then Cooper runs the <laughs> route. How pathetic is that when your older brother runs a route? Oh, God. You're 40-something years old. You're at a block party running a route. <laughs> Give me a flag route. 15 in and out, zigzag out to the back. Hey, hang on, Abe. Here's Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, from the south side of Chicago, Sam, Sam Cannon. Gentlemen, Sam, welcome. We were, we were just talking about Hi. we were just talking about Peyton and Eli and Cooper Manning. Oh, nice, very good. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the, what, what were you guys like talking about? How I, I okay. We were just like we were just, just theorizing shoot, what shoot about the Manning brothers for half an hour. Yeah, I mean, well, there was <laughs> we did have a good uh, we did have a good hypothetical situation of what life was like in in the Manning household growing up. How I've been, I've been Abe has given Abe has given Cooper Manning more airtime probably than he's gotten oh, yeah. across all outlets in this world combined. I bet that's true. Cooper well, Manning, yeah. if you guys remember correctly, was the one who I believe. <laughs> They they made him watch the door when Eli and uh, Peyton were getting laid. <laughs> Cooper, get the door. <laughs> Cooper, door. Coop, door. Now, wasn't Coop? Wasn't Cooper the one who they all claim was actually the best Manning? Yeah, and he was actually the most a, talented Manning. That's what he we were just happened saying. to never play any sports at any any level at all. But yeah. he was always secretly the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Archie Mang, anytime he talks about the two like the two two of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history just based on Eli winning two Super Bowls and Peyton Manning maybe the greatest quarterback ever, he has to throw in Cooper. Yeah, you know, Eli won two Super Bowls, Peyton Manning, greatest statistics, won a Super Bowl. Cooper though, you know, Cooper was all American in high school. Cooper <laughs> caught you know Cooper caught ninety seven balls his junior year? You ever hear of a junior in high school catching ninety seven balls in one season? He didn't have anyone throwing to him either. He snatched half those out the air. Half those should have been picked. 97 balls junior year. How many did he get senior year? 52, but that's besides the point. I wonder if you go I wonder if you go to like Archie Manning's house if there's a picture of like Cooper diving for a football in high school. It says like catch this. And then it says Cooper Manning, the next NFL star. I wonder what the disparity is of actual photos of the family. Like, there's no way there's as much Cooper memorabilia on the wall. No. Well, there's nothing to put well, on the walls. I mean, well, no, they, they, I mean they, they have it's all, these, it's all these lame attempts to get Cooper up. It's like pictures no. of Cooper when he was like seven, <laughs> like opening up like a Christmas present. You know, Eli and Peyton, there's all, there's so many options. Wait, hang on, so hang on. Shit out. Wait, guys. So you picture this. Sports Illustrated, number one draft pick, Indianapolis Colts, Peyton Manning, right next to it. Super Bowl uh, winner Eli Manning. Then right next to it, 
Cooper Manning sophomore year football, and then it's just like a picture of him holding a football taken with like a, one of the like a, a one of those garbage cameras. It's just a little mini picture next to it. Then you, you know, have like when the Manning when the parents go over to Cooper's home, like they have to overcompensate. They always bring cameras, and they're just snapping pictures for hours. Yeah, like, to put on the wall <laughs> next for in any moment possible. We need we need more Cooper shit. And that's what I'm talking about when I say what's like the difference. I mean, I'm talking. I'm not talking actual sports like Sports Illustrated covers. I'm talking strictly photos. Like, there's probably a picture of Peyton and Obama, Peyton, Eli and George Bush. You know, like <laughs> these dignitaries, like Cooper and Eli or Peyton and Eli together with Oprah and Bono. Then there's one with Cooper holding pictures of both of the Manning brothers and Obama. (laughs) 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 You know, to complete the collection. So, like, this is the presidential collection. Yes. Here's Cooper with pictures of Eli and Oprah. But, like, the Cooper Cooper celebrity pictures, he, he, like, saw Gary Sinise at, like, a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think? Getting Gary Sinise's autograph. They overcompensate because obviously Cooper's the loser of the family. But how do you think they talk about Cooper when he's not around? Do you think they're like, "God, Cooper's a because you know Cooper's an asshole. He throws his yeah, weight around. A, he's I bet a dick." A lot of shushing. I bet the mom does a lot of shushing. Like Peyton and Eli will say, like, like someone will drop the catch up and they'll be like, "Oh, way to go, Coop!" And the mom will be like, <laughs> "Now, now." <laughs> Do you think you know how like in, in Kingpin they say I'd rather be I do, yeah, I, I, Munson, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be Munson. They always say I don't want to be Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I uh, best be Cooper out here in the middle of the street that have a flat tire. Now now, Peyton. Be nice to your brother. He loves you boys. <laughs> Can you imagine Cooper talking to his friends? Yeah, I remember when I used to kick Peyton's ass all the time. Not only oh, in the house, but up, up and down the field too. You know he couldn't. You know he couldn't complete a reception of Eli when I was when I was on him. I was on him like stink on shit. Yeah, ask, ask Pay. Hey, Pay, Pay, get over here. Hey, what's up, Coop? Hey, you ever squeeze one into Eli when I was coming? Hell no, I never squeezed. He was on. He was on Eli like stink on shit. And you know they. You know they all use the same term too. <laughs> Archie, Archie, what Archie when Cooper was covering Eli was like, Where? Watch think oh shit <laughs> That's like the family line. Yeah. <laughs> they have to use it. Mrs. Manning. Mrs. Manning. I know Cooper's I know I know your two sons, Eli and Peyton, are in the NFL, but what about Cooper? All well, I'd I know rather is, not say. I'd, I'd rather not say. <laughs> but if but if you're asking but I've been told it was a lot like stink on shit. <laughs> 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 I've been told. Like she never saw it for herself. I've been told it was a lot like stink on shit. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, God. All right, let's move on to the next question here. Uh, this is from Jeremy Higginbottom. Uh, how you would cash in if you were one of the guys that stopped the terrorist attack on the train in Paris? How would I? What kind of credit would I take? I've, let alone stopping terrorists. If I did anything that got national attention, I Sam, how would I react? I'd obviously be bragging about it quite a bit. You would. We'd probably never hear the end of it. I mean, literally never hear the end of it because we hear we hear accolades, self self accolades for years for the littlest things. 
if they did anything at all that got in the media, yet alone stop terrorists on a train, <laughs> a high-speed train. Yeah, like a I globally mean, recognized heroic act. Right. Yeah. It would be a 24-hour adventure for the rest of his life, reminding you of what he did. Yeah. Johnny Huggard, how air <laughs> shows are ridiculously dangerous and they should ban them. I agree with that. I even said that. The Aaron Water show is great if you want to lay around for six hours and say, Ah! Oh, watch out! Oh, that's close! <laughs> like, that's, that doesn't sound fun to me. I don't, I don't want to have a chance of getting hit by a plane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, would I never. I want to know what the fatality or crash rate is on something. They like just that. had one you here! Know, just... The Aaron Water show was just here, a plane crashed and killed I know, someone. I know. Yeah, so, well, you know what it is with the I don't know about you guys. Have you guys ever been to the Aaron Water show here? I'm sure you have, right? At, at Lake Michigan? No, of course not. I don't do that shit. I don't, I don't swim with I, sharks. Yeah. I don't go to Aaron Water Ryan, shows. Have you, have you been there, Ryan? I've never been, like, went down to see it, but, I mean, sometimes being in the city on the days that they're being held, you can't escape it. Like, you you get the show no matter where you are in the city. Right. I'll, I'll tell you my, my opinion. It's not fun enough to, to, to validate the risk of what those guys are doing. You know, watching planes, you know, thousands of yards away, like, doing loops. Like, you know, when you see the first one, it's kind of entertaining, but after five hours, you're just not paying any attention. Right. It's definitely not worth the... Um, the, 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 the risking of your life to do that personally for me i don't think it's worth it and what's, I mean, it feels, yeah. to me is it a similar and, and i i'm i'm sure there are a lot of nascar fans listening but in my mind i've never been a nascar fan but it's a similar thing to me they're they're in the same family of like i don't know if you go to see the crash or if you go just because you love speed and loud noises or <laughs> i don't know to me that doesn't excite me it doesn't get my blood yeah. raised. it's almost like People won't admit it, but that's why you go is to see that because there's a potential for right. damage. Right? It's like hockey. It's like that's you know one of like the you know it's pretty well known that one of the most entertaining things about hockey is the fights. People want to see the fights, right? And it's like it breaks up the monotony of four hours of guys just skating back and forth, yeah, like literally skating in a circle for four hours. That's what hockey really is. Um, and NASCAR is really just cars going in a loop for four hours. I mean, it's almost like the the crash breaks it up, and it, and you know. You don't have to, you're not happy it happened, but it does, like, definitely draw eyes to the track. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I and, don't know. and when a crash happens, do you cheer or do you just, like, do you act like you're upset but inside oh, you're like, yes. <laughs> do you say yes inside when it happens? Because, like, okay, we were watching that douchebag Nick Willenda on the rope, right? And everyone mm-hmm. wants to see him fall, right? Isn't that what you watch? So, so you watch him, and if he would have fallen off and died, then is it, like, you outside you're like oh my god but inside you're like oh i got what i wanted i think it's the opposite i think inside you're like this is terrible but outside it's like this, there's like this voyeuristic element like where you definitely want to you're curious like you almost want to see you don't want to see it happen but you're definitely that's what that's why you're watching just in the event that it does happen you want to you, you just i don't know i mean you know what i'm trying to say guys yeah like, like when you watch a guy swim with a shark you don't want it to be real easy. You don't want him just You're to... Only you don't want to... the risk is there. If there was zero risk involved, you wouldn't watch. You wouldn't care. I think that's a good point. And, and I think that it's weird, it's weird, it's tough, because it's one of those things that even if people... I feel like most people are unwilling to admit that this is how they feel. But I think part of you, no matter what, even if you can't admit it, part of you doesn't hate when there's, like, some sort of catastrophe. <laughs> You know, even if you're not cheering the crash, you're not you're not upset that you were there to see it. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, I was there when uh, Dale Dale Senior died. 
Oh, that was that was a horrible day. Yeah, I, I was there. Events, if you take the risk out of the event, there's nothing to see. Like, yeah. let's, let's, go Linda, to, like, let's go like, back to Nick Walenda. Exactly. So, I would never go... I would watch Nick Walenda cross the tightrope. I would. I watched it on TV. I remember, Abe, they did, like, a walk outside of where we worked at the merchandise market. Yeah. And I would watch that, not because I was super interested in a guy walking on a rope. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, right. if it were five feet off the ground, let's let's look at it that way. If it were five feet off the ground, would I waste an hour of my life to see if he could climb it, cross it? No. So why are we watching it when it's, when it's 150 feet off the ground? Because he might die. It's, 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 it's that built-in risk, and without that risk, you're basically just watching a guy walk on concrete. You're like, and that's you're true, Ryan. Walk on the sidewalk. Is it is it actually harder to be a million feet up than five feet up? Probably not. I mean, I guess I, don't there, know. I, I mean, guess there's more. The maybe there's more. Maybe there's more wind or something. Maybe, yeah. I mean, possibly. I'm sure the. I'm sure it's a little more unpredictable. Uh, but so take like NASCAR. If the walls were padded, if the cars had all of these like you know, built-in crash navigation things, and it was impossible to crash, would that many people, if it was like 100% safe at all times, would people still flock to those races? No. Yeah, I agree. Probably not. I don't know the answer. I don't know, but it's worth, I mean, it makes you think. Next uh, topic from the listeners here. Uh, Big Earn, our boy Big Earn, Jamie Wilson, uh, who else? Chris Freeman and a bunch of other people want to know about Jared from Subway. Didn't we already talk about Jared from Subway? Have we talked about him since? Have we talked about? Extensively, I would say. Have we talked about him though since? Feel like we did. Yeah, we talked about him since he was found uh, guilty, right? I don't know if we have we talked about him since they talked about the potential sentencing. What's the sentencing? I don't know. I don't know the last time we talked about him. I don't know if it's just me and A, but I feel like we talk about Jared every day. <laughs> <laughs> For the last month, I feel like that's all we talk about is Jared. I mean, if, if you wanted to draw, <laughs> if you took a blind guy and had him draw a child molester, you would draw a picture of Jared. Those yeah. lips, that face, oh, that, yeah, dude, that no, dandruff, like, that just that that dry scalp covered yep. in dandruff, that disgust, <laughs> those goose tits, the, uh, the, 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 the pear-shaped limp body. That smile, his voice, the laugh, his teeth, the the, the the fluid around his teeth whenever he talks, the gums, the hair, the yeah. the, the tint, the, the, everything about him. The tint. Is, yeah, no, you're right. Is it, he is like he's a like a, a paint by numbers child molester. He is like your <laughs> he is your child molester one oh one right there. For sure. Um I, I will say though. And let me, I, I don't know, and it's, I'm not trying to give the guy credit, because who would want to do that, but in terms of the way he handled it, where he just took a plea, I almost feel like that, if you're a celebrity in any way, and you know that you're on the hook here, you like, if you know you're, you're guilty, uh, I feel like that's the way to go. Just take the plea, make this quiet, go away. Like, if he went on trial... The headline, like headlines every day for months, you know about raping kids. I, I feel oh like, yeah, it's like Michael Jackson every day. Yeah. New 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 evidence emerges. Oh, his penis was covered in vitiligo. The kid sucked his dick. You know what I mean? Like every everything that came out was just completely disgusting. And so by by just taking the plea, I feel like you almost prevent you cut the 
cut down the possibility of new people coming out with new stuff. So, like, Michael denied everything all the time. Do you, remember, that just, do you remember that interview when Michael Jackson was on Oprah and he said, the police came in and they manhandled my penis and they looked at it and it was very embarrassing, Oprah. Yeah. It was very embarrassing. Yeah. They manhandled my penis. So, but take a, like, look <laughs> It was covered in Michael, is it true that you have a penis covered in white dots? Yeah. I have vitiligo. And the police came and they were very embarrassing. <laughs> they made me get completely naked. Of course they make you get naked, scumbag, because someone's saying you have a dotted up penis. So we need to make sure. And sure enough, guess who has the dotted up penis? You. <laughs> a little kid said, oh, yeah, he has a weird penis covered in white dots. Gee, I wonder if he's. I wonder if it was him. Let's check it out. Oh, there's a penis with dots all over it. I mean, Sam, if I said that you had a, a green penis, right? And then I said, oh yeah, Sam, Sam did something with his green penis. They would check you out, and if they saw the green penis, you would immediately be put right in jail. The Michael Jackson with the Michael Jackson with the dotted penis. Nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, but going back to the taking the plea, like Bill Cosby. The reason that all of those women kept coming forward is because he either said nothing or denied it. Had he just said, "Look, I, I fucked up. Uh, I'll take a plea deal." I'll, you know, then it just it fewer people. It's like less of a salacious story. Well, that's true. So I'm, it goes away. I'm not, it does go away. I'm not saying Jared. <laughs> I'm not like giving Jared props on how he handled this, but I think in terms of a, a media relations. You know, handling. I think taking this and letting it just disappear. It would have been way worse if some guy named Jorge came out and said, "Yeah, bro, I trade tapes with Jared all the time, bro. Yeah, we got K through. We got K through four, bro. Jared loves second graders, bro. He would trade me, but three, three ones, two fourth graders, and a kindergartner for a second grader, bro. Dude, man, I used to rip Jared's ass off all the time, bro." The minute that guy comes out, you know, that's when Jared gets assassinated outside Subway. Do you think Jared hey, is definitely going to be a marked man in prison? I, hey, here, I, wait, right. I know a, they said sentencing, they said minimum of five years, and that's actually a, because of what he, you know, because he's he's basically like pleading down. He's actually getting off pretty easy. They said probably five to 12 years, but I doubt he makes it out of prison, even if it's only five. But wait, years. here's a question about Jared. Let this is the true test. Now, okay, so he's a spokesman for Subway, right? Let's Who really let's find out if he really loves Subway. Because if he's still eating Subway, <laughs> that means he really loves it. This is the real time to find out. Hey, what was what was the New York Post headline? Uh, enjoy, yeah, <laughs> Jared. Jared now could enjoy a foot long in jail. Yeah, it? something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The New York Times headlines are just ridiculous these days. Well, no, right? New York Post or New York Post, whatever. Um, but can you imagine how you enjoy a foot long in prison? Could you imagine TMZ seeing Jared in a local subway? I'll take a sixth inch with honey mustard and peppers or whatever he eats. I'd get a foot long mm-hmm. turkey, a spicy brown mustard, baked lace chips, and a diet soda for lunch. A foot long veggie combo or whatever. What's it called, Sam? <laughs> the veggie, whatever it is. The- yeah, the veggie stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But if he's still eating that fucking cold cut combo after getting fired by Subway, then we know that he really does. Wait, love you think there's a Subway in every prison or what? 
No, I said if he gets out and he keeps eating Subway, then it's it's proven that he actually loves Subway. Uh, well, and no- I'm also curious, just last thing on Jared, I'm also curious to see what happens to his weight in prison. You know what I mean? Like, without... without uh, oh, he'll sure, be disgusting. And, and I'm sure at, at this point, he wasn't just strictly on his Subway diet. He probably had a nutritionalist. Right. Probably had Seattle, C- could you imagine... Seattle Sutton delivering <laughs> meals. And- exactly. Could you imagine Jared in the Subway line, though, telling the cook, like, I'll take uh, pickles... Uh, spicy brown mustard. What the fuck you want? And they just splash <laughs> on like grits and, and like a piece of a piece no, of. I want baked lays instead of grits. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you? Can I substitute out the grits for baked lays? Are you ladies there? and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Levy. Oh, Bass is joining us. What up, boys? What up, Bass? How are you? We're talking about. We're actually just taking listener uh, uh, questions. But we're talking about Jared from Subway. And, oh, uh, nice. No, but they're like, so what's for lunch today? Uh, slop, uh, two scoops of slop and one scoop of grits. Can I sub out? You, I, wait, so, Abe, were you sitting in line at prison telling him what he wants on, on his food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's a Subway. And, like, some, like, uh, that Uzo Adubo from uh, Orange is the New Black, a chick like that's working the slop line just... Scooping like ice cream scoops of just goulash onto their trays, and he's and he's trying to customize it. Is that yeah, what yeah. And how many how many times do you think he goes? Do you think I can get that toasted? Yeah, can I? Yeah, exactly. Can you toast that? Can I have? Can I have some jalapeno? Can I have some jalapenos on that? No, you don't have Monterey Jack, do you? Yeah. I could really go for what kind of, of breads do you have? White. Oh, uh, are you guys all out of Iago? Are you guys all out of Italian herbs and cheese? I'll wait. <laughs> Wait a minute, is this fresh baked bread? Some guy just jumps over and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> only kind of only only thing brown we have back here is my cock. Before jail, I used to have used to wear these humongous handcuffs. Now they're very small. Yeah, do you think do you think Jared would be impressed if he fit into like a medium jumpsuit? I used to wear a 3X jumpsuit and they, you see you see a picture of him holding out the pant leg. In his in his prison photo. Ne- next one is for Mary E. Carter. Anything that fires Sam up. Well, Joseph Fulton says I would. This 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 should cover Mary and Joseph. I'd love to hear about the time Sam watched Brokeback Mountain with a bunch of guys. <laughs> Joseph Fulton, you're a fucking idiot if you're listening. No, but Mary oh Mary God. Mary said she wants anything that'll fire you up, and I think Joseph covered that with this question. Okay. Well, thanks, Joseph. I, I'm kidding, Joseph. I actually like uh, uh, the, the, when people throw gay humor at me. I'm, I really appreciate that. So thank it's you. not gay humor. You, wa- you you did watch Brokeback Mountain with guys. I did? Oh, this is true? You, you didn't watch it at, at my, 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 when I lived in Miami? I watched you guys. I, you? No, uh, I was sleeping. Me. No, no. You watched we it with watched two it guys. together. You watched it with our friends Joe and Justin. I watched it with a gay man, Abe Cannon. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it with one gay man. <laughs> no, didn't you really watch it in Miami on an air mattress with two guys? <laughs> okay, first of all, for the last time I'm going to clear this up. Okay? In South Beach, right? You were wait, so you wait, Ryan, wait, Ryan. Sam was in Sam was in South Beach doing this. I was in yeah. South Beach at your complex on the gay street um, <laughs> that you lived on the the, the homosexual cor- um, section of the neighborhood. The homosexual <laughs> corridor. <laughs> that's where. That's where we were. Um, and I and, and it was on TV, but 
don't describe it like I was laying on an air mattress with two other guys. That's, that's, you keep saying, did you watch it on an air mattress? I was with two friends visiting your dumbass, visiting you in, in, in the gay part of town. Actually, I was in a loop. You had it on a loop the whole weekend. That's all that was playing on your TV. No, actually, I was, in the other, I was in the other room puking, and I had diarrhea, and you guys were on your own, and the first order of business was, hey, guys, let's all lay on this air mattress and watch Brokeback Mountain together. <laughs> you know, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Oh, do you watch the whole thing? I've seen it multiple times. I love the movie. I don't care what anyone says. Great movie. <laughs> you have a problem with that, then... You know, my, under, my Twitter is Sam underscore Cannon. And Mary, if you didn't get enough from that, Sam, remember your earplugs you had when you would go swimming? <laughs> Sam? Yep. Yeah, I remember when I was seven, when I had um, tubes in my ears and I had to wear earplugs <laughs> when I swam in 1988. I remember that, yeah. I remember, remember you would lose Remember when it? I was eight and trying to preserve my hearing for the rest of my life? Yeah, I do remember that. Remember when, I do. You, remember when you would lose one of your ear tubes and you have ear and you keep going, ah, ah, I got ear in my ear. I got water in my ear. That's ah. not, again, it's not even true. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I panicked like I was dying. Yeah. You don't remember when you get ear, you'd get water in your ears, you'd be like, ah, ah, and you'd be shaking your head out like to get listen, rid of the water. Listen, dipshit. Listen. <laughs> listen. When you have that, that procedure done, you're not supposed to get water in your ears while you still have the tube. Okay, I didn't make the panicky sound, but yes, you wore the earplugs so you wouldn't get water in your ears because that could damage the procedure, damage the tubes in your ears. So yeah, and then it was you, never pleasant getting water in those. And then you always okay, said, "You're welcome, Mary." Yeah, and then you, you had those. Uh, what were they? Rubber or clay? Those things you put in your ears? Yeah, they were. They were clay. <laughs> they were clay. I put clay in my ears. Yeah, Listen how, how dumb you sound sometimes. Were they clay? Yeah, I was eight year old putting clay in my ears. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. Remember, remember, the, remember I think I, I, I think we were wrestling in the pool, and I, I took you under, and you're like, ah, ah, my ears, my ears. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Uh, 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 John. Hope you're entertained, Mary. What's going on back there? What's I got that? a baby hitting a toy. Oh, hit the mute button, bass. When 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 there's uh, some, then that way we won't be able to hear it. It it happens randomly. There's a lot of toys that make noise. Oh. Bass, when we do the podcast, do you put DJ on another line or what? Do I put him on another line. You just like he, I, I feel like he's like pretty much part of the show. <laughs> he's on no. his own. He's on his own phone. <laughs> he's just. <laughs> this is the only. This is the only time you guys can do the podcast while the guys awake. Well, I think the only solution, base, and the only kind thing. To do, the only respectful thing to do is take his toys away when we do the podcast. <laughs> Put him down. Uh, okay, Johnny Landini, he wants a jeans update. Why, yes, Johnny, I I did get the seven jeans. Sam, you'll be. Did I, did I tell you that, Sam? I got the jeans. Well, didn't you? So you. That's right. So when you were out visiting Ryan, you ordered the jeans. Well, no, I, I bought they, them. They didn't show up. You bought them. Ryan, give Sam the quick uh, synopsis, please. So they were they they needed to be tailored. They were a little long. Uh, so they were they were tailored to Abe's exact specifications and shipped to his front door in Chicago. Wow! So how, they, how how are you? How are how are they fitting? Like well, I said, Ryan asked me to send him a picture of me wearing them and a picture of the cuff over the shoe. Well, and hold on, let's bo- back up too. I, I want to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Jesus, say I didn't. No, hold on. I wanted to see how the the seam because like Abe was talking about how if the you know the, when they take the stitching out and, and put it back in, I wanted to see if it looked. Good, because sometimes yeah. a, a hemming can look pretty bad. 
And I wanted to see how they laid on the shoes to see if they were a nice length. And they looked, I didn't say, Abe, take a full body shot in the mirror for me. I wanted to see. <laughs> that. He just did that as a complimentary service. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just, that was actually. Right, that, that just, he said he was selfie back. where he had no shirt on, just the jeans. Well, of yeah. course. And he, was, and he was making like the pouty lips. Of yep. course. I had to. I had to give yeah. him the full effect. And then Ryan said, no, and then Ryan. So seriously, Ryan, how did he look? How did he look in the jeans? He wasn't in. The, I, I didn't see him, you guys. It was, and I, <laughs> Abe just sent me a close up of the jean on the shoe. That's all it was. And then how was that? How was the so jean laying over the shoe? Was it was. It, I'll tell you this: it laid on the shoe like you laid on the air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah, exactly. It was a perfect fit. <laughs> and then Ryan said, "Hey, l- how does it look from behind? Because I want to see the seven. Lo- He's like, can I see the seven logo? And I show. I Wait, I didn't say that. <laughs> Jeez, Ryan, I didn't say that. Anything else you want to see? <laughs> I, didn't, I did not. Hey, how's, the, how's the crotch, Abe? Oh, uh, the crotch fits nice. <laughs> Is uh, it snug or does it give a little room? It actually, it's very comfortable. And they're, it's they're first of all, they're the softest jeans ever, base." So let's say let's okay. So Ryan, let's say you were up on old girl, right? There's right. less. There's less in between you and, and your lady. Oh yeah. God. And so there's Jason le- dry humping with his pants on. That really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I know we're here by, by ourselves, but I got to try these jeans out. Ryan, if you're in a mosh pit and you want to grind up on someone, those are the jeans for you. Yeah, or if you're in a rave and and. and and someone's and you want to creep up behind them on that booty, <laughs> or if you're walking outside in the elements, nothing feels better than a nice thin jean when when the air hits your body. Yeah. Well, well, actually, I take that back. The best thing ever is taking a piss in the wind. You guys agree I, with I, that? Dude, I, I, would tell you, I think a better place to take a piss is in the ocean. I was at the, I was in the ocean this weekend. That is a nice piss. You piss in the ocean. Yeah, and that's a good, that's a nice piss. <laughs> Wait, do you pull down your shorts or you just piss right into the shorts? No, you just pee in your, it's their swim trunks. You just pee in your swim trunks. <laughs> Didn't we one time have a discussion about pissing in the shower? Yeah, right, no, no, I, about pissing no, in the Ryan pool. Piss, Ryan pisses anytime he's in any kind of swimming element. Yeah, that's fucked up, Ryan, that you piss in pools, honestly. Okay. I think I'm that, not gonna, I won't. What? You know, honestly, I have no problem with pissing in the ocean, though. I mean, I, I could see myself doing that. The ocean's fine because all, all of our piss and shit goes right back into Lake Michigan. Exactly. Anyway. But pissing into a pool, Ryan. I don't pissing in a pool, I do think, is a... There's a difference between pissing in a pool and pissing into a pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. And what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point, Ryan. He's not pissing into a pool. He's already in the pool. <laughs> yeah, but still... <laughs> Well, I just want to make that distinction. Yeah, that is no, that's an important distinction to make. I believe it's like you're you're not in the yard smoking a cigar and then you lean over into the pool and start pissing. He didn't like pursue the pool to take a piss. He didn't like. I've got to go out to the pool now. And hold on, and let me back up. I've said this before. I have never went. I've never gone into. I don't. I prefer to not pee in a pool. My point was, I have peed in pools. I don't. It's not like it's a, a pastime of mine. I'm not a habitual pool pisser. I have peed in pools before, and I don't think it's a huge deal. It's disgusting. Okay. So, okay, so you want me to... Okay, so what if you and I are in a pool together? You want me to start pissing right next to you? I would not mind, and here's why. Urine is sterile, and chlorine would kill anything else that's not. It, it, do, it doesn't bother me. It wouldn't have any impact on me whatsoever. 
I don't think chlorine's what a strong. You, what, if, what if you were to swim? What if you were to swim up next to you to take his pants off and just start urinating in your direction? <laughs> Again, I wouldn't want the stream of pee entering my mouth directly. <laughs> what? What? What if? What if you were to pull up on you in those seven jeans and rub his dick on you and then start peeing on you in the pool? Why would well, I do that? Completely different. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a little bit different. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we getting offended by the hypotheticals all of a sudden? No, well, that's different. I would not want Abe to slap his dick on me. What if Abe? Wait, 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 hang on, man. You'd hear him say, "I'd be wearing the seven jeans." Though. Yeah, that's true. So it'd be that's soft. It'd be softer than a normal cock slam. <laughs> Hey Ryan, yeah, by I the way, know. by the way, I, I, I saw that you said you were camping. Yeah. It's not camping when you're in some on some beautiful beach and ocean. Camping's when you're in Indiana Beach sleeping <laughs> in some shithole uh cabin with flies and bugs and you're getting eaten alive and then you go into this like disgusting water that's just full of parasites and catfish and piss. Dude, I slept in a tent on an air mattress. I mean I that's about yeah. camping. Yeah, on a beach. Gets. On a beach. Did you want to back here? I mean, there's, it's mostly beach out here. I don't know, but that's not camping. At, you're not camping on a beach. Camping's when you're in a disgusting environment. If camping, no, that's not even true. The environment doesn't denote camping. Yeah, I by definition, it doesn't mean it's a disgusting environment. Camping no. is when you're out <laughs> in nature. Yeah, not a disgusting we, environment. Hey, this isn't naked and afraid. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. We ate meals that were made on like a little hot plate attached to an RV. Uh, we we showered in a like there was like a group faucet you had to wear your bathing suit and rub up with soap there was like i mean now that's roughing it it was dude it wasn't like <laughs> uh, it wasn't glamorous by any means couldn't you just, just shower in the ocean yeah you could have i guess didn't we I mean, talk I, about I, that ryan we said all homeless people should shower in the ocean yeah <laughs> <laughs> just bring a bar of soap in it, says it doesn't have to be disgusting to qualify as camping. Uh, let's see. From Jose, talk about fantasy football. Uh, I'll tell you this, an awesome thing about fantasy football. I was in a draft last week, and someone took Jordy Nelson, and now Jordy Nelson's out for the season. That's always awesome when that happens, ruins their whole team. Um, let's see. Are you guys playing in your same – Hater league this year. Where we are, and the stakes, the stakes went higher this year. You know how much it is this year, Ryan? How much? Take a guess. A thousand dollars. Well, eight hundred. <laughs> so close. And and I'll tell you with those guys, if I turn my if if I don't look at my phone for ten minutes, I'll be missing ninety seven text messages. If I don't look at my phone for an hour, it's at least one hundred and fifty text messages. Just talking shit for for over and it, it's crazy. Sam's on that thread. Of value, like does someone send occasionally? Does someone send like never? No value at all. Hold on, hold on. Let me hear me out. Will someone send a link to be like, "Oh, do you guys see this story about fantasy?" Like, or is it literally just you know people sending memes, fucked up memes, and like gifts at each other, just like shit talking? I mean, every once in a while, like right now, I'm looking at it's just naked pictures of girls. Then it oh, says no. like, "Oh, so okay." Here's actually a good example. I swear to God. Okay, so it's all you know, just swearing, naked women. You get you're a piece of shit, and then this guy goes, "The Dow is down two hundred points. Anyone with extra money, it's time to buy now. It is dropping still, but we will make a comeback. So something to think about." And then another guy goes, "Bought two hours ago, son." And then he said, "Just want to put out the everyone else, baby." And then the other guy said, "Good call." And then he sent a gif of some guy's like dick, like rubbing up on it. 
on like a chair, and then uh, I'll picture a Tony Soprano for no reason. <laughs> Sounds like a great fantasy. <laughs> I honestly would pay $800 to opt out of those text messages. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Ryan, I opted out of that chain right when the league started last year when I joined. I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll be the league, but take me off of the, of the communication chain, please. Yeah. Um, the, only, the only relevant information I was going to say is sometimes people will give, like, they'll send articles about players, but they're just trying to angle, they're trying to angle to get information on who you like, who you want to draft, so they could disseminate a bunch of fake information. So any information that looks like it's real really has an ulterior motive. Oh, yeah. Like, if I keep saying, man, I can't wait to draft Jay Cutler, like, I'm pushing it really well, hard. Who would say that during a draft? But no, because I, I, I can't wait no, to draft nobody would, ever, nobody would ever give that away. Like, man, I cannot wait to get Calvin Johnson unless someone else takes him. Well, here, I'll, <laughs> I, I don't think any of the guys on my fantasy league listen to this, so I'll, I'll just say it. So the whole time in this thread, I keep saying, I can't wait to draft Andrew Luck with number 10. And I'm hoping that they they take Andrew Luck, so then that opens up one of the running backs for me at 10. So I've been saying it the whole good. time. So I'm like, if I don't get Andrew uh, Luck... i sell that piece of info now, eh? Thank you. So I'm like, if I don't get Andrew Luck, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers... So I keep saying that over and over, hoping... Well, if you don't know by now that Abe is already saying who he wants to draft in your fantasy league, that's not the way of him swindling you out of a pick. You don't know Abe at all. <laughs> but one of the guys said, that's not true. Abe never takes quarterback in the first round. Then another guy goes, well, at number 10, it's actually a good spot to take it because then he could come back around and get a running back. I'm like, exactly. So now I think I have half the guys believing. And then some guy goes, don't worry, baby. Luck's going to be gone with number eight. So, like, the guy who's picking number eight said he's taking Luck. So I'm yeah. hoping that he sticks with that, and then I could get the guy I actually want. Uh, I will say, though, I am pretty excited about fantasy this year. I'm from, I'm ready to go. I can't wait to draft. It's, uh, it's an exciting time of the year for me. This is from MVH Photos. Anything about your time in Richmond? You always seem to skim past it. Hmm. Any Richmond stories? It sucks. Well, Ryan, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mind it, actually. It wasn't. That, I mean, I wouldn't want to go back there, but I mean, it was. It's actually a decent. It, it, it was cool. Ryan, remember when you came there? We went to the poor house, and then where else did we go? I really don't know. I all I remember is going to the poor house. I mean, is there are there other things to do? That's, what, that's all I remember too is going it, to the poor is, house. Is the poor house like code for a bar, or what are we talking about? It's here? a bar called yeah, the poor house. It's P O U R. The oh, poor house. P O U R. Are we talking about a crack house here? What are we talking about here? Yeah, no, the poor house. <laughs> For those, for those of us that are not educated about here, I, I, have, a, I have a funny, Richmond. I have a funny story from Richmond. So there, there was a, I don't know how this happens, but I guess in some cities there's these weird wrestling shows where it was WWE guys and TNA guys at the time. So like mm-hmm. Scott Steiner, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Ron Simmons, Goldust, AJ, what's his name? AJ um, Styles. What is that? Styles. Oh yeah, AJ Styles. Um. Uh, who's the Asian chick, the diva? Gail Kim. Gail Kim, um, D'Lo Brown, uh, Brad, JBL. They were all there, right? Sounds like the A-listers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ricky so, the Dragon Steamboat and Ron Simmons. Great. Well, it's pretty awesome to have Ron. But anyways, so, okay, so I go I there. Remember, I remember when I watched wrestling and I saw Ron Simmons fight, I was like, this sucks. And he was getting the push. <laughs> Yeah, but he was Farouk, let alone, base. Let alone, uh, let alone uh, independent night. Base, he was Farouk from the Acolytes. Oh, 
There you go. I'm going to say the as a wrestling fan, and I think Abe and Ryan can attest to this. If you're from WWE and you show up at an independent show, you're automatically a huge star and everyone's excited. Yeah, that's true. Like, if we were at a, a, a local show and Coco Beware was there, we'd all go crazy. There's like, the Birdman! The Birdman's here! So, Coco Beware is different than Ron Simmons. I mean, you're like, oh, and Ron Simmons is there. Well, Ron Simmons is actually way bigger than Coco. But anyways, that, that doesn't matter. So... The <laughs> <laughs> like Coco Beware! So, uh... So I go to a bar, and almost all of them are at this bar, all hitting on women, like trying to get laid. And uh, it was me. I forgot who I was with, but we had some girls also. And D'Lo Brown, Ron Simmons, and uh, Goldust. You, I mean, they were just acting like such, pro- especially D'Lo Brown. He was, like, just trying to bang everyone. And then there's this, like, <laughs> there's this, like, uh, after hours bar. That's it, I, I think all people do there is like hard drugs. Yeah. Um. So then we went there after. It's called like the Key Club or something. And D'Lo Brown was just hitting. I mean, he 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 disappeared. So I don't know what would happen to him. But I remember he gave me his email. It was like D'Lo Brown Frog Splash at AOL dot com or something. God. But it was that's funny. Up. I remember buying drinks for like Goldust and JBL. They're like, you could buy them drinks all night. They're like, yeah, keep them coming. I'm like, no, I think one's good. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep yeah. buying you assholes drinks. No, because that, that's why are you buying all these like wealthy wrestlers drinks? No, I bought them one, but I'm saying they're like, keep keep them coming for these two. Well, the, fact that, the fact that they continue to accept it. Oh yeah, and then every you'd see just some hick walk up. It's, it's my honor, Mister Brown, to buy you this drink. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. And they like hit grab his girlfriend, the guy's girlfriend's ass. <laughs> hey, and, and then you you hear uh, you just hear Goldust. Where's the shot with that beer? Don't beers come with shots around here? <laughs> oh God! What well, beers? What well, beers come alone here? They don't come with a shot. Then in the middle of all that chaos, Scott Steiner storms into the bar and he said. Do they got food here? And they said no. He's like, fuck! And then he just left. <laughs> what he, before he stormed in, did his theme music come on first? Yep. He's like, <laughs> Make his way to the bar, Scott Steiner! <laughs> Someone hands him a microphone. Do you guys have any food? <laughs> yeah. He cuts a promo on the, on the wait staff. Oh, and I remember, I remember this. <laughs> I remember this, too. I, I had a good vibe going with Gail Kim, right? Like, yeah. we were talking and everything. And then AJ Styles, I think that was her boyfriend at the time. I don't know if they still are. But he was being no, a real... She's, ma- she's married, married to Robert Irvine. Oh, okay, yeah. well, at the time. Yeah. This is a long time ago. He the was food be- guy? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not but, but, but he was being a real dick. I, I heard someone offer him to drink. He's like, I don't drink! Like, real <laughs> mad about it. And he, he seemed like he seemed real overprotective of Gail Kim. I do think it's funny, real quick, and we don't need to spend too much time on it, but I love the guys... Uh, that kind of their gauge is wrong of what an honor is. And they say things like, it's an honor, Mr. Brown, to buy you this drink. <laughs> it's a true honor, Mr. Brown. A true honor. Their, their definitions of honor don't mesh, mesh with mine. No, it's a true honor. It's an honor to spend like seven dollars for an Amstel light for you, Mister yeah. Bra- yeah. Brown, in yeah. Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, thanks, dog. Keep them coming. <laughs> oh wait, 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 hang on. Wait, th- does Mister Amstel have any friends that hang out in a bucket with ice? 
You can't give me. You know, I'm, well, you, well, you, you know, I need more to keep. You know, I want to drink all night, right, Mister Brown? Anything you need? And then the guy behind the bar too, with the earring on and the uh, the uh, <laughs> the earring, the mohawk. No, what, what's what, what's the ring, Ryan, underneath your lip? The what's it called? That that area? Labray. Oh, is it Bray? Labray. Labray. How do you spell that? I don't really know. L E L A B R E. I don't really know. But anyways, L E Bray. Yeah, that piercing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Beers are on the house at the Tiki Hut. What's the bar called? Tiki Tiki Bob's or something? I sure they got. Yeah, let's push party time. D-Lo Brown in the house. God. Uh, let's see. Your stock investments. This is from CJ Holden. I do own some stock that uh, I don't know if it's worth anything anymore. It's some. Uh, it's it's a, a marijuana. Uh, no, a pharmacy. A pharmacy in Canada that it was getting into the medical marijuana business. I bought some stock in that, but I think it went down. Uh, Merle Pincus wants high school stories from base. Base, didn't you didn't you sell drugs to three eleven or something? No, I smoked weed with three eleven. Totally different. Oh, what's that story? Uh it was actually they knew somebody who uh was actually in a Jewish youth group with me, believe it or not. God, a Jewish youth group. That sounds uh, like it, shit. It, 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 the guy was like a stoner. Like an horrible. dude, but he knew 311, and I got an old car with them, and I smoked, and I didn't know who they were at the time. Who are you guys? Hi, man, Daniel, we're 311. You want some weed? Uh, it was like, it was, it was early 90s, it was like 92, 93. Hi, so Daniel, we're 311. <laughs> so so they didn't all get in the car and go, hey, we're 311. I'm holding, you want a puff? Yeah, you know I'm, and then you know, you know, Bass's friend Poughkeepsie or whatever his name is. He's like, that Daniel, he's holding. You better believe, bet your ass. What if Bass used to have swagger in high school? Was he had all the weed? Bet your ass, I'm holding pussy. When <laughs> he blows the smoke in Poughkeepsie's face, <laughs> dude, man, you give me, a, you give me a contact high, bro. All right, last question. Bruno Apocalypse has Howard Stern or any of his staff reached out to you since you guys left, or has he mentioned your show since? Uh, reached out to us. Well, Tim Sabian, all the, I talk to Tim Sabian all the time. Jason I did Ke- a text from him last night. Tim Sabian? Yeah. You got uh, a text from him? Yeah, he will text me like once every three months and just say, base, I love you, like at one in the morning, and I figure he's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I te- Tim Sabian texts me like probably every week. Huh. But it's usually Pretty like awful. it's usually like you know, just nothing important. Right. Well, not like the one he sent. Base was important. Base, I love you. That's not that. Yeah, yeah one thirty in the morning. <laughs> it's not like he's texting base like good opportunities for business growth. Yeah. Yeah. Base, check this opportunity out. Um, yeah. Jason Kaplan has been very nice. Um, after we left, Howard Stern sent me a personal email. That was very nice. Uh, yeah. Who else? And we're still on the uh, the holiday mailing list. Oh yeah, we get we get like I got the cal- we get the calendars every year or whatever he, whatever he sends out that year. Yeah, it is always interesting to see if we're going to get the gift this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and you know it's from Howard Stern when it's like this beautiful package and it's like just oh yeah, it's like a, a beautiful padded envelope like that. But no return no address, one- just some weird yeah. like PO yep. box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, th- thanks for all your questions. Like I said, uh, the best thing you could do, just tell someone uh, to listen and subscribe on iTunes. And next week, we'll just go back to a regular format. But I, I, I figured we'd do that one day. Yeah, no, this is cool. I, I was glad yeah. you did this. All right, fellas. We'll holler next cool. week. Talk to you. Peace. Peace.